Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we continue to meditate in this Lenten season on the gift of your Son, a Savior who comes to set us free from our bondage to sin and to death, to set us free from our own pride and arrogance, to set us free from anger and judgment, all of which he himself faced. As we again listen to the word and, and hear the account as it unfolds, Help us to put our feet in the shoes of, of those who accuse him. To put our feet into the, the shoes of Pilate, in the shoes of Barabbas, and even, yes, put our feet into the shoes of Jesus, in whose name we pray. Amen. After a long night in the courtyard of the high priest, being subjected to insults, false testimony, and accusations. Having a sentence of death pronounced upon him by the Jews, who then, in order to, to have him actually put to death, haul him before Pilate. And so this evening, we stand in Pilate's hall, a place of judgment. a harsh place, and yet also a place of mercy. Pilate takes Jesus aside and questions him. Are you indeed the king of the Jews? Our text this evening has him answering you say so. We know from the other Gospels, they also go on to talk about truth. And what is truth? And after that lengthy conversation with Pilate, Pilate comes to a decision that he, he finds no guilt in him. And so he takes him out before the crowds. But the crowds egged on by the Pharisees and those who have already convicted Jesus urge Pilate to reconsider. 
And so Pilate, we know, sends Jesus off to be flogged, hoping that somehow this flogging will satisfy them. And after Jesus has been whipped and cruelly flogged and beaten, Pilate once again brings him before the people. It is the custom at this feast for me to release to you one prisoner. Whom would you have me release to you? Barabbas, a notorious thief and murderer? Or Jesus? who is called the Christ. Now let's pause in the story for just a moment. If you are standing in the shoes of Barabbas, what is racing through your head at this time? I'm a murderer, a thief. I've been convicted. I'm waiting for my death sentence to be carried out. I'm worse than this Jesus. He hasn't killed anybody, he hasn't stolen. Certainly, the crowd is going to ask. For Jesus, and I'm going to die. If we were standing in the shoes of Barabbas and looking at our own sin and our own life and our own things, our deeds that we have done, uh, the good things we've left undone, if we look at our own sins against God and people around us and we also look at an innocent Christ our thoughts should be the same as those of Barabbas he's innocent My life is forfeit. Imagine the surprise on Barabbas' face when the crowd starts shouting, We want Barabbas. Release Barabbas to us. Release Barabbas. I know I said this before, but it's ironic that Barabbas in the, in the local language of the day means son of the father. And the historian Josephus tells us that Barabbas' first name was Jesus. 
Jesus Barabbas. The murderer, the thief, or Jesus Barabbas, son of the father, the one without sin. Put yourself into the feet of, of Jesus into his shoes, standing there listening to the crowd clamoring for his crucifixion. What would you have me to do with Jesus who is called Christ? Crucify him. Let him be crucified. How his thoughts must have went back to his prayer in the garden, take this cup from me. I don't want to go through this. I don't want to die. Yet not my will, but thine be done. How his thoughts must have went back even to a few days earlier than that when he, when he entered into Jerusalem and was proclaimed with shouts of Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And now, though he stands in innocent shoes, he faces death. To die for the sins of the one who was just released to the crowd, Barabbas, And to die for us. Taking upon himself the sins of the whole world. At this point, Pilate is sitting in the judgment seat and he really doesn't want to pass judgment on Jesus. But the crowd keeps shouting, egged on by the religious leaders of the day. And finally, Pilate relents. He relents because he doesn't have the courage to stand up against the Jewish leaders. He's bothered by the fact his wife has already talked to him and said, have nothing to do with this man. For I had a dream about him and this is not a good thing. And so Pilate, He wants to wash his hands of all of it. And how many times have we stood in, in his shoes? Not standing up for what is right. Not standing up for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But giving in to the fears of the world. Afraid of what the crowd might do. Or what other people might think. And we want to wash our hands of the situation, the circumstance, or the consequences of the decision. I am washing my hands of this. Let his blood be on your heads. 
To which the Jews replied, let it be upon us and upon our people. It's the words that the high priest uttered the night before. It is better for an innocent man to die than for the whole nation to perish. Those words of prophecy remind us that as Pilate passes judgment, that Jesus is about to pick up his cross. An innocent man is ready to die for the sins not only of the nation, but of the whole world. It's Pilate's judgment hall. And yet Pilate doesn't have the courage to make judgment. Where do we stand? We stand in our own shoes and we walk in this world. And we carry our crosses daily with Christ. And the decisions are there each and every day. Do I, do I carry my cross or do I throw it down? Do I walk in his shoes or do I deny him? Do I make the right decisions or do I follow the world? In the days remaining, as we begin to see the story unfold even farther, we need to ask ourselves the questions, how can I live in my life in a way that brings more glory and honor to Christ than it does to me? How can I live in a way that Christ shines through me in the darkness of the world around us? How can I, in my shoes, stand firm on the path upon which Christ places me, treading in the footsteps of the gospel and without fear, bearing witness to him. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. At this time, we would normally receive our tithes and our offerings to the Lord. I remind you that there are many ways in which you can give. If you are watching online, continue to support the missions and ministries in your area. And to those who are members here at Christ Lutheran, we thank you so much for all of your gifts and for the support of the ministry here in such difficult times. Again, you can leave your offerings in the offering plates as you enter or exit uh, the sanctuary. 
You can uh, mail them into the church office. You can go online and use uh, the Give Plus app on your mobile devices, your financial institutes, financial institutions, uh, bank uh, bill paying. Boy, you cannot talk tonight. Um, bill paying page. You can go to the church website also and use our our giving page there. And so again, thank you for continuing to support the mission and ministries here. Uh, in your own area and around the world. Uh, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give thee but thine own, whatever the gift may be. All that we have is thy alone, a trust, O Lord, from thee. Amen.